A letter to Mary at the foot of the cross. I want to understand Mary. I want to analyze. I want to debate. Why the cross? Why not some other way? Less painful, less shameful, less gruesome, less violent. Sometimes I can't look. The cross demands all that I cannot give and is all that I don't want to face. I do not want to look upon death. But Mary, you are there and you are not asking why. I know you aren't thinking about theology or doctrines or can even imagine that I'm wearing a cross around my neck or that we are gathered here tonight to remember the death of your son. The cross isn't a demand for you. You said yes years before. Years before when the angel visited, bringing a lily and an announcement to bear Jesus, your son, if you would be willing. And you were. All of the scriptures and all the ways that God had reached out faithfully to his people, you knew this was it. You would not say no to this request. Later, Jesus would say it so often to you that it was written on your heart. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him may not perish but have eternal life. God wanted to be your son. God wanted to put on human flesh and bear everything, not as a creator from without, but as a human from within, to bear what it meant to be born and birthed and loved and hurt, to bear all the joys and all the griefs that life can bring, to take everything of human life as the prophet Isaiah had foretold. The cross isn't a demand for you. It was his promise to you. How great a love to leave heaven and become yours, child of your body, love of your heart for the life of the world. You knew even then, and you know, even now at the foot of the cross. For God so loved the world. If God desires to bear our life, God must bear our death. All the stories are held in your heart of Gabriel and the shepherds and the stable visit and those kings from so far away and Simeon and Anna and those wise words that a 12-year-old shouldn't be saying but is. And those quiet moments that I can only guess at, Joseph's death and Jesus holding you as you grieved the man who had risked everything to love you, the silent years as Jesus grew in wisdom and stature, preparing to bring the news of the kingdom, and your cousin's Elizabeth's son visiting and talking of prophecy and Roman occupation and violence. And Wedding day joy when the water turned to wine, a day that was also 
I would imagine, tinged with sadness because you knew that your son must be about his father's business and leave home. Preaching and teaching and healings and your son and disciples traveling day after day, bringing the kingdom with them, and thousands are fed. But then John is executed. And you wonder, where will this lead if not to death? And then Lazarus, raised from the dead alive after days in the tomb, could it be now you knew that your son would shake the foundations of death itself? For God so loved the world, if God desires to bear us to life, God must bear our death. Even knowing, though, does not remove the horror to see your son so torn and bruised and done by hatred, hanging, dying. The warmth of his presence is still, the laughter is gone. The person all these years to share joys with, what would happen now? How would it be? How could time continue past his death? And even here, a promise. Jesus sees you with John at the foot of the cross and from the cross in a voice of your son, but somehow echoing the words of Gabriel, another annunciation, another announcement. Woman, here is your son and John, loved by Jesus, is given to you and you are given to him a gift, a hope, a way that grief will not have the final word. Your son could not leave you alone. Even in the moment of his death, he cares for you as he cares for each one of us. And when John took you into his home, you told him everything about life raising Jesus, every joy, every hope, every memory of your life together. And John treasured your stories and told them to many and told them to us. And so now we know that you and he stood at the foot of the cross. I don't want to look at death. I don't want to look at the cross. Yet, Mary, you are there. And I can look at you, my mother as well, the mother of all disciples, all followers of your son. And I can see the love of your son reflecting in your eyes. And together we can stand at the foot of the cross, together, all of us. Together we can treasure all the joys and the promises he has given us. And together we have hope for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So that everyone who believes in him may not perish but have eternal life. We adore you, O Christ, and bless you, because by your holy cross, you have redeemed the world. Amen.